Come gather round the campfire and hear our ghostly tales of chilling terrors, darkest woes, and anything that goes bump in the night. So cuddle up with your best friend or dare it alone. The darkness is closing in and spirits are calling your name. This is Fireside Phantoms. You know what I'm in the mood for? Um, are you in the mood for um, a good story? I'm in a mood for a really good creepy fairy tale. You know what? You might just have a lucky day today. Really? And guess what, Holly? Today is yeah. a very special day because we are at our hundredth. Oh, that's right. One hundred episode. episode. Yay us. So if you're our 100th caller, then yes. you'll win a brand new car. Yeah. And please go to our website and buy something. We don't have anything to sell. Oh. <laughs> we don't have anything on there? No, there's nothing to sell. Oh, okay. We so don't, don't have. Don't any, go to the website. We don't have any merch or anything. Just We just wanted you guys to know that we know this is episode 100. Yes. You're welcome. Yay us. <laughs> so today, Holly. Yes. I'm going to be telling the story of Little Red Cap also known as Little Red Riding Hood. Yay! And so this is one of our grim stories mm -hmm. that we have taken liberties on, right? Yes. So many of you will think you know this story, but most have never heard of the original grim fairy tale version, which is much darker and more morbid than the watered-down version of the story that is told to kids. But I love for, it. Yeah. This is the adult but, version. There's a lot of sex and violence yeah, no, in this one. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not much sex. It's about a little girl. But oh. for those who have heard the original tale, be sure to still listen because this is a Fireside Phantom modern adaptation with the backstory you've never imagined hmm. and the promise of a truly haunting version to terrorize the most courageous of hearts. Ooh. So let us begin. Should I get my fireball out and start drinking? Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be intense. Yes. So let us begin. Beware the wicked red cap. He'd love to see you dead. He'll take all of your blood and wear it on his head. Ew. These murderous fairies, the red caps tend to live in the forest or in the ruins of long-abandoned castles. Okay. They are called red caps because they dye their hats with the blood of their victims. Wow, it's dark. I know. I love to start dark. <laughs> <laughs> now, one might think they are of a vampire nature, but they don't actually ingest any blood. It is said if they don't keep their hats dyed red with continual blood from victims, they will die an excruciating and painful death. You cannot outrun a red cap fairy, for they are incredibly fast on their feet, but they do have a fondness for treats and can be bribed. But in general, they don't usually prey on humans, instead preferring to get their blood from animals. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, animals. What does this have to do with Little Red Riding Hood, you may ask? I wonder what this has to do with Little Red Riding Hood. Well, thanks, Holly. You're Everything welcome. you see, because <laughs> in the village where the family of Little Red Riding Hood lived, there was a forest with all sorts of magical and vile creatures, mm. especially the most dreadful, cunning wolf. Ha, ha, ha. 
The calling howl of the wolf can stir such fear that a person will stand frozen, unable to predict from where in the darkness this wolf will attack. Mm, It was suspected that these wolves can also take the shape of a man under a full moon. The villagers knew all about the dangerous wolves and these fae folk called the Red Caps. Mm -hmm. Once upon a time, long, long ago, Little Red Riding Hood's ancestors had made a secret pact with the Red Cap fairies in order to ensure their offspring remained protected and safe from that specific dreadful and cunning wolf. These wolves have long terrorized the villagers and stolen many children for feasting their teeth into. And the red cap fairies, while they're also a nuisance, have found that they had trouble competing with these wolves for the blood they also so desperately needed. Okay. It was rumored these wolves were the secret agents of the devil and could outwit even the most clever of men. Are these wolves like skinwalkers? Oh. Because they can shapeshift? Yes, maybe. Mm. Or werewolves. Seeing how much more aggressive and numerous the wolves were becoming, a dark and desperate plea was bargained to allow the red caps access to a reasonable amount of blood from the ancestors and descendants of Red Riding Hood's family. This sounds like politics. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like they're coming up with a treaty. And you guys get this much blood. You guys get this much blood. Everyone calm down. Every every <laughs> bargain is made with blood. Come on, Holly. Well, once a member of the family turned 52 years of age, the Red Caps could collect the blood slowly one night a year on the eve of the fairy festival in late June. Cool. The draining of the blood was done by a small cut between the thumb and forefinger dripping continuously into an empty bucket each night as they slept. From Little Red Riding Hood's family. Yes, when they, when they turned 52. Okay. Once the bucket was full, the Red Cap Fairies could not return for another year. In return for this gift, the Red Cap Fairies would make sure no other creature of the forest harmed any of their children. The youngest child of the family had no knowledge of this vile arrangement. Okay. She was a charming little girl, always getting into mischief, and everyone adored her, especially... Her dear grandmother. Oh, I bet Granny liked that. As little Natalie was getting older, she was allowed more freedoms, fetching apples from the orchard, going to the market with her older sister, and once in a while visiting the neighbor on her own. (laughs) Seeing how independent the little girl was becoming, the grandmother made Natalie a beautiful red hat made of soft velvet. Secretly, this symbol was a reminder to the red cap fairies, who she might encounter, that this child was to remain protected and unharmed. Everyone who saw little Natalie commented on how sweet she looked, and the velvet hat suited her so well, everyone began calling her Little Red Cap, or in modern retellings, Little Red Riding Hood. I had no idea there was such a backstory to this. It's amazing. One day, her mother called Little Red Riding Hood into the kitchen. Here is a piece of cake and a bottle of sweet wine. Please take them to your grandma as she is very ill and weak. Little Red Riding Hood was a bit confused. Usually it was elderberry syrup and chicken broth when she was ill, but she held her tongue, excited to have an excuse to visit her grandmother. Her mother proceeded to give her all kinds of warnings, telling her to be sure she got an early start while the sun shone bright along her path, And when you go, please do not run because you do not want to break the bottle or crush the cake. Also, 
remember your manners and don't be nosy going through her house and be sure to say good morning grandmother when you greet her of course i will be very careful said little red riding hood and she gave her hand raised up as a solemn promise many who read this tale without knowing the backstory might wonder why little red riding hood's mother didn't warn her of all the wolves or terrible creatures she might encounter well the little girl's mother of course knew her child was protected and the red velvet hat she wore would ensure it. Right. But at the very least, Holly, she should have told her not to speak to any strangers. Well, that's true. Not even strangers with candy. Not even strangers with candy. Her grandmother lived in a small cottage on the other side of the village, about a mile and a half into the woods. Very soon after Little Red Riding Hood started on the path to her grandmother's house, a large wolf appeared in front of her, blocking her way. Little Red Riding Hood was not afraid of this creature who greeted her, saying, Good day, Red Riding Hood. Thank you kindly, Mr. Wolf. Everyone knew little Natalie by her nickname, and the wolf was not tricked by her outfit in the least. As he bowed low to her in his greeting, he could smell no blood from the red velvet hat she wore, and she was so charming and plump. <laughs> Why are you out and about so early this morning, Little Red Riding Hood? The sun is barely up. I'm going to visit my grandmother, Mr. Wolf. Ah, I see. And what are you carrying in the front of your apron, said the wolf. I'm bringing my poor sick grandmother some cake and wine. Yesterday was baking day, so the bread should be fresh and make her strong. The wolf snickered, knowing no such bread would make a wolf strong. <laughs> Only fresh, plump meat from children. And as he looked at her, his mouth began to water. But hearing that the old woman was sick meant one thing, an easy prey who would not fight back. He was kind of a lazy wolf, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Questioning her further, where does your grandmother live, little Red Riding Hood? She lives about a mile and a half out here in the woods, just under the three large oak trees. <laughs> and there are nut trees just below. You must know of it, Mr. Wolf. Very specific. Replied the child. Thanks, Red. How convenient. <laughs> the wolf did not answer her, but instead thought to himself, this tender, plump child would be much better than an old woman. But together, they would make a grand feast to last him for the rest of the month. Plus, there's probably an oven at Grandma's house where she can bake both of them in. Wait, that's a different <laughs> that, fairy tale. I think that's Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> Sorry. But thanks for Sorry. confusing everyone. <laughs> Back to the story. I must be very clever about this, thought the wolf. See here, little red riding hood. Look at the beautiful sunshine cascading its beams down through the trees. And look beyond the path out there a field of beautiful wildflowers. Why are you just looking straight down at the path? Look around. The birds are also singing sweetly if you listen. You are walking so serious and somber as if you're on your way to school or boring church. But why, when the whole woods are merry and full of wonder? Little Redcap, trying to keep the bottle and cake from being crushed, carefully looked up from the path. And when she saw the warm sunshine beaming down and the beautiful flowers, she thought out loud, I suppose grandmother would be very pleased if I gathered her a bunch of flowers that I specifically chose for her. And telling herself that it was still very early in the day, she wandered away from the path to look for flowers. Each time she picked one, she saw an even prettier one further away. And yet when she picked that one, 
she saw again an even prettier one farther on. Mm. Pretty soon, Little Red Riding Hood had wandered deep into the woods. <laughs> it's like, um, was it Beauty and the Beast when uh, Beauty's dad is going to the village or whatever and he's got those two road choices and it's like all dark and scary or yeah, something? Yeah, that's how I picture that's it. That's how I picture it too. She's getting deeper and deeper, deeper, and deeper. into the woods and yeah. we're like, no, no. <laughs> Don't do it, Red. Don't do it. Meanwhile, the clever wolf took his opportunity to run ahead and knocked on the grandmother's door to her cottage. Who is there? The grandmother called out. It is Little Red Riding Hood, replied the wolf, saying, She's bringing you cake and wine, so please open the door. Just lift the door latch, called out the grandmother. It is unlocked because I'm far too weak, and I cannot get out of my bed to let you in. The wolf could not believe his luck, and knowing how the family was protected, quickly looked around, but he could not find a red cap fairy anywhere to be seen. All those damn wires. <laughs> yeah. Fairies, you can never trust you them. Can't, yeah, you can't depend on a fairy. Yeah. By this time, the wolf was extra hungry, so he, without further delay, snuck straight into the cottage to find the old grandmother laying in her bed. He immediately, in his excitement, consumed her whole in one big swallow. <laughs> Just the feeling of a full belly was satisfying, and there was no fight, not even a tiny yelp from the old woman. She was probably ready. <laughs> she was like, thank God you're here. Find my death. Lord, if I have to have that little red riding hood come visit oh, me one more man. time. With that um, terrible wine and those gross cakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he quickly put on her night clothes, including her night bonnet, laying himself in her bed and drew the curtains closed. Little red riding hood finally gathered so many flowers she could carry no more and found herself lost in the forest. Unable to find her way back, she caught the eye of a little bird who seemed to flit around her excitedly. You could put some bird noises in here. Tweet, 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 tweet. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> I mean, Polly. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> when does a snake yeah. get into I mean, this? I know. We need some snakes in there. As she took a step toward it, the little bird continued to jump ahead of her, beckoning her to follow it. Before another hour passed, she was once more on her way to grandmother's house. Upon seeing the cottage, she experienced a strange creeping feeling on the back of her neck. Something didn't seem right to her, and she noticed there was an eerie silence surrounding the cottage. Okay, be quiet. No when she got closer, she saw that the door was standing wide open. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, wow, said Little Red Riding Hood. I feel such fear all of a sudden, and I don't understand it. I usually like being with Grandma. Mm -hmm. She didn't know the other side of Grandma. No, she didn't. Making packs with the devil. No, <laughs> Without stepping a foot further inside, she called out, Good morning, Grandmother. But she received no answer. After a few moments of silence, she took a few more tentative steps into the cottage and found her grandmother lying in complete darkness with her bonnet pulled down low over her face. She went over to the window and pulled back the curtain, gasping as the light fell onto the bed. She says, oh, dear grandmother, what big ears you have. The better to hear you with, my child, said the wolf. Sly. But grandma, what big eyes you have, she said. The better to see you with, my dear. Little Red Riding Hood's voice began to shake. But grandmother, what large, 
hairy hands you have and long, sharp nails. Ah, yes, child, the better to hug you with, and with my nails untangle your wind-blown hair. Oh, but grandmother, what a huge, awful mouth and ferocious teeth you have. Yes, my dear child, the better to eat you with. Mm. And immediately after the wolf uttered this, he leapt out of bed and swallowed up little red riding hood in a single bite. Oh. Chomp. Oh. Wishing he had taken the time to chew his meal, his stomach started making those extra full noises. Mm-hmm. You know, when that happens, when you yeah. gulp down your food too fast. Yeah. And very soon, as it happens to everyone after a huge meal, he got very sleepy. Yes. And what did he do, Holly? He went to sleep. Yes, a very deep sleep, and he snored very loudly. I can't snore. Okay. I mean, I can, but not on command. Sorry. You can only whistle through your nose Josh, you, <laughs> Josh, you can throw in some snoring sounds here. Now, there was a certain handsome huntsman who made it his mission to kill the bloody, thirsty wolves that had been terrorizing the villagers. Oh, good. He would also kill the red cap fairies, too, if he could catch them. But he was a bit sweet on Little Red Riding Hood's older sister, Agnes, Mm. who seemed especially impressed with his wolf pelts. Oh. He had been tracking days earlier a particular vile black wolf who had been responsible for five other deaths in the village. Oh. This wolf was so scary, Holly. Yeah. Because it could slink in and out of the shadows. Mm. And sometimes it acted human with the way it knew all about the families and their particular business and travels. He had gotten so close at times, only to find his arrow slicing through an empty shadow. There were eerie laughs and whispers in the woods, which haunted and filled him with absolute terror. Yeah. He knew that the thing he hunted was not a normal wolf, but an abomination of an unholy order. Oh, boy. The wolves in these woods had so many disguises, it was hard to trust his own eyes. And it just so happened that the huntsman was passing by the grandmother's house, tracking a set of very large animal footprints when he heard loud snoring. (laughs) Knowing this was the grandmother of his sweet Agnes, he decided to just peek in and check on her to see if she wanted anything. My word, how the old bat snores, he thought to himself. But as the huntsman approached the bedroom, he saw the same vile wolf he had been tracking lying in it and sleeping soundly. The huntsman exclaimed with surprise, How do I find you here, you old sinner? I have hunted you for so long. Just as he aimed a fire on him, it occurred. Maybe there was a small chance the grandmother might be saved. So he quickly took a pair of scissors and ripped open the stomach of the sleeping wolf. That happens a lot in grim stories. They rip open the the stomach of the bad character. Is it always with scissors? I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Anyway... Very peculiar. Mm-hmm. Um, just as he pulled apart the skin, he saw the velvety red hat and quickly made two more snips as the little girl leaped out of the belly crying. Oh, thank you. It was so dark and smelly in there. And I was so <laughs> frightened being inside so this wolf. Yeah. But the grandmother was also inside the belly and she was barely alive, mm. hardly able to breathe as he quickly pulled her out of the wolf. Well, the wolf who had been asleep started to stir. And Little Red Riding Hood quickly gathered up some heavy stones, placing them inside the empty wolf's belly. Yeah, good. Smart. Yeah. The wolf cried out, waking up, and tried to grab after them. But, alas, the stones were so heavy, he tried to run and fell down dead from all the weight. Good. Serves you right, wolf. I know. 
Karma, <laughs> the huntsman, Little Red Riding Hood, and the grandmother all celebrated the death of the wolf. Grandma uncorked the wine and drank it all in one large gulp and eagerly ate all the delicious cake. She didn't share any with the huntsman? Exactly. <laughs> Little Red Riding Hood wished she had been given just a tiny bit of the cake, but she hid her disappointment like the good girl she was <laughs> and found a large vase for the flowers she had picked. Nice. The huntsman, in the meantime, decided to take his knife and fillet the skin off the wolf to Heck bring yeah. home for the little Red Riding Hood's older sister, Agnes, yeah. who would surely make a nice winter cloak from the pelt. Yeah, she'll think him properly, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, little Red Riding Hood always blamed herself for what happened that day. After she returned home, her mother scolded her severely because little Red Riding Hood wandered out into the forest and left the path forgetting all about her instructions to go straight away to her grandmother's house. But you know what, Holly? The real issue was that her mother should have taught her daughter about stranger danger. Yeah, that's true. She shouldn't just talk to any wolf that talks to her. Exactly. Yeah. And the grandmother should have never left her door unlocked for no. the riffraff to come in. So this is a collusion of incompetency. Yes, and alas, most adults never admit to any fault, and that was very true regarding Little Red Riding Hood's family. Yeah. So she lived with the guilt all her life and grew up as a desperate people pleaser, always obeying her elders. Hmm. The grandmother ended up recovering from her illness, but she became very bitter because the Red Cap fairies did not keep their promise to yeah, protect Little Red Riding Hood. They're the ones that fall here. Yeah, come on. Yeah, they had a treaty signed. That's what I'm the most upset about. Yeah, I am too. That's bullshit. Such betrayal. And on the very next fairy festival in late June, she bid the red cap fairies to her cottage. Oh, She's good. like, get your asses over here yeah. right now. Yeah. She announced to them saying, all promises are void. We no longer abide by the old agreement due to your failed protection of my family. Yeah. Good. Well, get them. Get them, Grandma. The little red cap fairies apologized and confessed that over the years, most had moved away to another village 50 miles away where there was a more dense wood and a bigger population and the best part more blood less wolves <laughs> <laughs> well they all agreed that they would no longer have any binding vows for the blood as the huntsman was now more than capable of protecting their family oh that's good but just as payment for their broken promise they gave the gift of foresight to the grandmother hmm. which would allow her special insight into the future mindset of all the dark creatures that haunted the woods mm. and it was a good thing because this was not the end of the wolf attacks oh Later the following year, Little Red Riding Hood was on her way again to visit her grandmother, this time for some lessons on knitting. Oh, nice. <laughs> knitting oh, lessons? Yes. Sweet. Yeah. You would be all up for that. Oh, yeah. Along the way, she met again another wolf. This time, she paid him no attention and continued straight to the cottage. Mm. When she arrived, her grandmother greeted her, and Little Red Riding Hood told her about the wolf she met and said he had such an evil look in his eye. She knew he would have eaten her had she been all alone on the trail. Well, said the grandmother, this time we will shut and lock the door and not let anyone inside. Soon the wolf knocked on the door asking to be let in. Open the door. It is I, Little Red Riding Hood, bringing you some cakes. Yeah. But they kept very quiet, not a peep or sound in response to the knocking and kept the door locked. The clever wolf knew the little girl was inside. So after circling the cottage and trying to find another entrance to the home, decided to jump up on the roof and wait it out. He would attack Little Red Riding Hood when she left in the late afternoon to make her journey back home. 
But the grandma was now blessed with the sight, and she knew in advance what the evil wolf was planning to do. Okay. That came handy, didn't it? Yeah. In front of the cottage was a great stone trough. So she said to the child, I made some sausages yesterday, and here's the pail with the water I boiled them in. Is that the same pail you drip your blood into, Grandma? <laughs> no, she didn't say that. <laughs> Go pour the water into the trough. Little Red Riding Hood did exactly as she was told and quickly filled the trough with water. Quite swiftly, the smell of sausages rose up from the trough to the sleeping wolf on the roof. Leaning out to sniff and peek, the wolf accidentally lost his balance and tumbled off the roof, drowning in the stone trough after bashing its skull on the edge. Nice. Good job, Grandma. That's awesome. Isn't that good for some visual gruesomeness of the crushed-in skull of the wolf? Little Red Riding Hood was able to make her way home safely that night, but she never returned afterwards to visit her grandmother. She just had one too many traumatic events and didn't want to push her luck. (laughs) Too much PTSD. Yes. The original grim tale said, Little Red Riding Hood never harmed a soul, which is good news considering her trauma. The grandmother missed her granddaughter and died just one year later from loneliness and old age. Little Red Riding Hood also felt guilty about that, but never took chances traveling anywhere on her own. She also couldn't eat sausages anymore or even enjoy a simple hike in the woods. When she was so much older, Little Red Riding Hood, who had outgrown the Velvet Hood, moved to a very busy town where everyone called her by her real name, Natalie. It was about 50 miles away from her former home. Uh Uh-oh. Red cat fairies are everywhere. She felt safe in this bustling of the new village, and she only encountered the occasional pest of a squirrel or stray cat. Natalie chose to live in a cozy apartment over a bakery, enjoying daily the freshly baked sweet cakes and living happily forever after until she met one evening a handsome, tall, gray beard on the street who blocked her path Uh with his wandering eye and sultry voice. Mm -mm. Hello there, Red Riding Hood. We meet at last. The end. Who did she meet? A wolf or a handsome lover? Well, we'll you're going to leave it open-ended, aren't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Will be, there be a part two to Red Riding Hood and her mm-hmm. adult years? Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a porn you know, version. Well, of... you know what's funny is when I researched the little Red Riding Hood story, uh-huh. there were so many um, really like people who analyzed it and said it was really her coming-of-age story where the wolf represents um, her first interaction with males. Oh, okay. and like the red velvet cape represented her going through her menstrual cycle. Oh. I mean, they just went all into it. I'm like, oh dear God, overanalyzed <laughs> like, it. Yeah. Oh my God, like, it it's just a fairy tale, yeah. people. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that's the story of Little Red Riding Hood that you've never heard. So are you going to tell us which was Grimm and which was Carol, or let oh. people figure it out for themselves? I think people need to go read the original one and find out which part was Carol and which part was the original, which was made up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Very good. But cool. I'll tell you. Yeah, you better. <laughs> the general story I tried to keep as close to the original Grim Tale as possible. That's so. great. That's great. Hope you all loved it. I loved it. It was great. We'll have thank you. We'll have to stay tuned for the next fairy tale that yes. you're, you're gonna do soon. It'll become forthcoming. I believe I'm doing Rapunzel. Oh. 
So yes. And there's a lot of grim fairy tales that I've never heard of before. I so know. it'll be kind of fun to get into some of those. It will too. be. So excellent. All right. Have a great week, guys. Everyone, thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. The wolf snickered, knowing no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, creepy crawling like a spider or a snake. Like- yeah. Or your boyfriend's grip. Where mine? <laughs> I thought she escaped. Maybe not in this in... version. Oh, yes. <laughs> for for the for the other uh, modern for the other retellings, they mm-hmm. always have her escape because, yeah. you know, cuz you don't want to scare the kids too bad. But the original ones didn't mind. You know what? The original ones should have stayed so that you could prepare <laughs> the children for how the real world works. I like the original ones. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yes. Okay. Yeah. As the flames die down, do remain undaunted. Though all hitchhikers are ghosts, and all dolls are definitely haunted. Hey guys, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at Fireside Phantoms. If you have a spooky story you would like to share with us, send it to firesidephantoms at gmail.com, and you may hear it on a future episode.